We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody, Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, check out our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. Social Capital Podcast is sponsored by Keystone Click, a strategic digital marketing agency. Currently, they are hosting bi-weekly educational webinars. Check out more at keystoneclick.com forward slash webinars. If you haven't already, make sure you connect with me on LinkedIn. I want to meet you. I want to know who my listeners are and I want to hear from you. Plus, you'll be notified on the most recent episodes because I publish them uh, as they go live on LinkedIn. Today's guest is Ted Carew. He is a safety operations executive from Appleton, Wisconsin, with a passion for people development. He has been in the construction industry for 20 years and has built multiple high-performance teams. Ted has a bachelor's degree from the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. He has been a CHST board-certified safety professional since 2008. Ted was on the National Safety Council Ad Hoc Committee in Mobile Crane Safety and the past president of Fox Valley Safety Council and Wisconsin Tripartite Safety. I hope I said that right. <laughs> he has been published in multiple research studies with CII Research Team 284 and the University of Alaska Fairbanks on leading indicators. Ted adds value and mitigates risk to organizations by monitoring, mentoring, and developing high-performing teams through active leadership and innovative learning. Ted, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lori. I'm very excited to be on your show today. This is, uh, this is great. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Happy to have you on as a guest. I know we met um, through mutual connections and you jumped on yep. one of my networking and I said, you've got an awesome story. Let's get you on the show. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I really appreciate you putting me on. You know, I, I'm excited, you know, to learn more about everything, you know, and, and this is an opportunity for both of us. Most definitely. So how long have you been in in this in the business, in the safety world? Well, I've been in health and safety for approximately uh, 25 years. The majority of it's been in construction. And as I've gone through the years, I kind of started out in the field um, as that person learning about construction because I really didn't know. I learned a lot of uh, interesting stories, I should say, you know, working with a lot of great construction people that kind of mentored me um, in, in health and safety. And, and as I went through my career, I was fortunate enough to uh, be able to go through and, and become a safety director and, and watch out for a, com a company size of, you know, on the worker comp, make sure the training is done. Um, and so a lot of that type of stuff that I've done for the last uh, 25 years, and I, I just am very passionate about keeping people safe and uh, keeping families together. So how did you get into safety? Well, you know, that's kind of a, a, a funny story too. I, I graduated from Oshkosh, as you were saying in the introduction, and I wanted to be a law enforcement officer. And so I went and uh, became a police officer and wanted to be the Barney Fife of the area, if you will. Um, and it just wasn't the right fit for me. And as I, when I got out of law enforcement, I got a job as a uh, safety um, person, consultant for a local safety company here in Appleton. And I was just uh, going through all the learning, all these different regulations and kind of found myself enjoying it. And 
being able to go into some of these companies and help them along the way. So it really kind of just understanding safety and really behaviors, how to work with people, but also really enjoy learning the business side of uh, safety, which is also very uh, crucial within organizations. So uh, I, I think it was kind of a unique story. I, I started off in college and went one path and didn't like that and, and found health and safety. When, so when did you decide to start Total Health and Safety then? Or why did you decide to start it? Well, one of the reasons why I wanted to start uh, Total Health and Safety was because I believe that there's a lot of companies out there right now, uh, small to medium size, either manufacturing or construction companies that really don't necessarily have a safety person that they can rely on. Um, a lot of times it's, you know, human resource or somebody else that, that's filling in a little bit, but their main role is something else. And I believe that we can come in at low overhead and be able to help companies grow their organization um, and really get that return on dollar for the, the services that we perform by keeping their worker comp down and more importantly, keeping their families together and um, their employees happy at work. Which is what every entrepreneur wants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Keep, you want to keep yeah. your employees happy, that's for sure. Um, well, you, yeah, and there are a lot of pluses to that, right? I mean, making sure that people are happy and, and working with your employees uh, because it, it's tough to get employees nowadays and, and just got to make sure you're doing the things that you can to make sure they're successful. Yeah, and, and I love that you contribute from a health perspective as well because it, it you know health is a factor of safety, but I think it's really important from... Um, it, it's a bigger standpoint than just, you know, are, are you using, doing the right protocols within your organization from a safety standpoint, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I, I like that you, you're combining all of that. Well, you know, you just look at what's going on in the world right now, right, Lori? I mean, with uh, COVID and, mm -hmm. and things like that, and that's going to just be a continuous issue. And, um, you know, if you, if you don't have that down, um, you know, there could be a lot of, a lot of problems, especially with OSHA right now. And that's one thing that they're really focusing on. So we have organizations with those kind of um, issues. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, this is a great spot to just take a quick pause for a message from our sponsor. Social Capital is sponsored by Bamboo Reach. Bamboo Reach, a division of Keystone Click, offers fresh, cost-effective websites and marketing services for the solopreneur and micro-business owner so they can confidently promote their business online. As a small business owner, you have a lot of expertise to offer your ideal customer. Let Bamboo Reach take the stress out of your website development and marketing messaging so that you can grow and focus on what you do well. Visit bamboo.reach.com to learn more. Ted, let's talk about networking a little bit. That's really the focus of the show here. My goal is to help alleviate any fears that someone may have or hesitations, you know, when they hear that word. So can you share with my listeners one of your most successful or favorite networking stories that you have? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I, I think the one that I just had today was a good example. <laughs> um, I met with a person uh, several months ago on a different networking thing. And we were just chatting and talking about it. it's actually out of, out of Milwaukee area. And um, we're chatting and got to know each other a little bit more and more, finding out that his brother actually owns a construction company. Um, and through all that, his uh, brother came in here and just got done actually talking to him for, for an hour or so, at, talking about uh, safety. And so you just never know where any of those networking conversations are. They're so utterly important to a, a small uh, 
company like ours to be able to go out there and, and talk to people and get to know about them. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's all about creating those relationships. And like you said, you never know where they're going to come from and you never know who else is going to be in the room. And um, yeah, that's great. So how do you stay in front of or best nurture your, your networking, your community? Well, you know, that, that's one that I'm always kind of asking myself, uh, Lori, because it, it's tough, you know, because in a small business, as you know, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners know, there are so many things that can distract you away from it. Um, but I, I really find that there's such great um, return on networking that you have to stick with it. You have to stay honest, honest with it because, you, just, like I said, you never know where it's going to go. And you want to make sure that you're having good quality ones. Um, and that that'll be last last year a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's important to continue to stay in front of these individuals, though, because uh, it, top of mind awareness. You know, if someone's looking for something or um, has a need that you're able to fulfill, you want to be the one that they think of first, and that's why nurturing your relationships, your network, is, is so vital. And you you never know when that time may come that they have that need that you're able to support. Yeah, you, you have, you just never know when those opportunities are coming. And so even though it's something that you don't think is going to be related at all, you never know where it's going to go. So that, that's what's great and exciting about networking. Absolutely. Ted, what advice would you offer that business professionals looking to grow their network? Well, I think, uh, you know, one thing that I find very passionate about is that any opportunities you have, to network with people, even though it may not be in your area of expertise or, or whatever, that you take advantage of those um, and, and grow from them. And one thing that I've learned is ask a lot of questions and ask for referrals when you are talking to those people, because people want to help people. And with networking, that's what allows um, you to be able to keep on growing is because people want to help each other. You want to help other people, they want to help you. And so it can really become a very vital part of your business. Yeah, I agree. I, I like asking the questions, either, is there someone else you think that I should know? Or um, where are you networking? How else, you know, how are you connecting and meeting with people? Just kind of being, um, creating awareness of what else is out there, I think is really important too. Yeah, you know, of what what's out there and how you can help that person, because if you help that person, that person is going to help you. And, and it just turns to turns out to be a, a great and actually kind of fun. Yep, absolutely. So here's a fun one. If you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Well, that's a, that's a good question. It's a deep, deep think thought um, question. But I, I think if I go back to, to my 20s, I think the first thing that I would probably do is, is start the business a little bit earlier. But also, I think, really learn networking um, because that is so vital in whatever you do small business, just talking to people. Um, networking to me is, is everything vital to both relationships and the business. I love it. I love it. So uh, we've all heard of the six degrees of separation, Ted. Who would be the one person that you would love to connect with? And do you think you could do it within the sixth degree? Well, that's a, that's a good question, Lori. <laughs> um, and a tough one. But yeah, I, I think if, if there was anybody that I could, it would probably be Scott Geller. He is a uh, safety professional um, that is a person out of um, Virginia University who's done a lot of behavior-based um, safety. So okay. I'm, 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 I would, he'd probably be my choice. 
All right. So how would you start that journey to connect with him? Well, I would start it on probably on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. um, try to connect with him there. And then once I, uh, if I was successful there, um, then I would try to schedule something from there, just a, a short chat, just to get to know him a little bit. Um, and then hopefully that would grow from there. If for some reason that, that didn't work, um, there's always this thing that a lot of people forget about. It's called um, the U.S. mail. Um, and <laughs> I think mailing somebody something in maybe not an envelope, maybe a box or something to make it a little bit unique and different to get their attention so they actually read uh, what you send them. Yeah, I think there's a lot. Um, I mean, that's it's marketing to some extent, or <laughs> yep. but you want to you want to capture someone's attention. Um, I'm definitely a fan of putting something besides the standard number ten envelope in the mail because you're you know if it's not that it's different color, different size, different shape. I'm gonna open it no matter what. Right. So that's, yep. That's a great way to get in, in front of someone's attention. Because our curiosity, right? And that's really what what uh, what happens. You know, Absolutely. what is this? Uh huh. Love it. I love getting surprise packages in the mail. <laughs> that's what Amazon is nowadays, right? You forget what oh. you ordered a few days back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, what is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ted, I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me here. What is something you'd like to ask me? Oh, Lori, what, what, is, what are you passionate about doing? And, and why do you like networking so much? Because you do it with such a great passion. Um, what, what causes that passion to, to rise? You know, um, that's a fun question. I look back and uh, my dad was a crazy networker. He knew mm -hmm. anyone, everything. If we had something that needed to get done in the house, he knew a guy that could do it. <laughs> he found a way <laughs> to get it done. Um, and I just, I learned over time that, you know, it's not necessarily what you know, but it's, it's more who you know um, and how you can get things done. And I find that the greater that your network is, the greater your net worth is. So you're, you know, being a resource to others. And I'm just, I love helping other people. And if I'm not able to help them, I likely know someone that can. And that's something that I'm really passionate about is connecting people and helping others succeed and, and you know, achieve whatever their goal is that they're trying to achieve, whether it be small or large. Um, so the more people that I have in my back pocket to to be an advocate for and to help solve someone else's problems, that's that's a win for me at the end of the day. And that's that's a great thing too, because what you're doing is you're helping people in the process. But I do have a follow-up question for that. Sure. Why hockey? <laughs> what was your passion about hockey? Uh, that goes right back to my dad as well. He uh, <laughs> he he played hockey since he was seven. He coached since he was 17. Um, I was on the ice when I was probably three, four years old. Um, oh, wow. And then um, I didn't play uh, just because, you know, girls playing hockey back in the day wasn't really a thing. Um, and, uh, but when I was in high school, I started up again and love it. And I haven't really stopped since. So um, it in, in my eyes is the best sport out there. <laughs> I'm well, sure I'll and, have and, some arguments with that, but yeah. <laughs> and from what I understand, the University of Wisconsin uh, girls just won the, the national championship, didn't they? Yeah, yes. The The ladies are definitely killing it. And it, if you've never seen uh, women's college hockey, it is so much fun to watch. And I highly recommend attending a game, you know, once that's uh, acceptable behavior. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fun questions. Thank you. 
Uh, Ted, any final word or advice that you'd like to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Yeah, you know, I, I think you got to get out there and do it. Some people sometimes are a little nervous about meeting people, talking to people, but you have to realize people want to help people. And so once you get to know somebody, they're going to bend over backwards to help you. So I think networking gives you that ability, um, kind of like Lori was just saying, about being able to reach out and have people in your back pocket to help you um, accomplish things. And just remember, you're giving them a good feeling too when they're helping you. So uh, just get as involved whatever you can in networking. Network, network, network is what I always try to say. <laughs> Love it. I, I agree. Get involved, get out there and, um, you know, step outside of your comfort zone. I think there's, that's where the opportunities are going to present themselves. Yeah. And, and, and don't worry about being scared because everybody else is too. It's okay. Just go out and do it and it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> Ted, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what is the best way that they can reach you? Sure. You can reach, reach me on our uh, email, which is ted.caru, C-A-R-E-W at healthandsafetynow.com or you can go to my uh, LinkedIn page and uh, connect there too, Ted Carew. Love it. All right, we will include that information in our show notes. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Ted. Thank you for your time, Lori. You're doing a great job and uh, 300 uh, episodes is very impressive uh, to do. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, this wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Ted for taking the time to connect with us. Again, if you'd like to continue the conversation, check out our Facebook group, Social Capital Network. And again, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. All right, we will see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.